0: I mean, I was told by my film professor, there are films and there are movies, and sometimes you've got to know what you're walking into. Yeah. See, but I come from a time when movies were films. 2024 is here, and with a brand new year, it means a whole new slew of movies that I can put my paycheck towards. 2024 looks to be stacked with a ton of films from a ton of incredible directors that I just can't wait to experience in the cinema. I figured in today's episode we dive into my personal top 10 most anticipated films for 2024, the films I'm most excited for, and I'll tell you why I'm excited for them and also why I'm a little bit concerned for them, because some of these films just may not work at all, but some may just be absolute masterpieces. Before I dive into my top 10 most anticipated, I have some honorable mentions that I am really excited for, but they just couldn't find a way to squeeze into this top 10. Starting off, I have Twisters. It's the sequel to Twister. There's just more than one Twister. It's very riveting. I don't know the plot exactly, but Daisy Edgar Jones is in this movie. I'm absolutely in love with her, and I'll be there for it, maybe. Next after that, my other honorable mention is Fall Guy, starring Ryan Gosling, and it's Ryan Gosling. He's literally me. Why wouldn't I go see this film? Also, Maxine is the, I think, last movie in this Pearl trilogy from A24. So I'm pretty interested to see what they do. It's a very interesting way to go for A24, this movie, and also Civil War. They seem to be going in the way of just bigger franchise films. A24 makes good movies, but I'd be lying if I said they really turn a profit at the end of the day. So it's really smart to go in the direction of franchise movies that are really good. And also from A24, Nosferatu, the Remake for the Nosferatu German silent movie. Haven't seen that movie before, but I'll definitely rewatch that going into this. Robert Eggers is going to be directing this Nosferatu movie, and he really hasn't missed for me just yet. Also, just some TV shows I'm excited for. House of the Dragons Season 2. Season 1 absolutely slaps, so Season 2 will maybe be better than Season 1. Also, Arcane Season 2, I haven't watched the trailer yet, but from what I've heard from Season 1, it's going to be really good, so I'll definitely be rewatching that show before Season 2 comes out. And in addition to those movies and those two shows, there's a lot of other great films coming out this year that I'm pretty excited for. Not a lot, but still just some other films that I definitely will be going to check out. Okay, so with all those honorable mentions out of the way, diving into my top 10 most anticipated films for 2024, my number 10 is Kung Fu Panda 4. Now, I know you're going to say, Logan, why is this so low on your list? Kung Fu Panda 4 is probably going to be incredible. I agree. These movies were my childhood, but I think if there's any movie that's going to be disappointing going into 2024, it's going to be Kung Fu Panda 4. From what we've seen from trailers, this movie looks absolutely unnecessary and them bringing back all these villains looks very tasteless and just creatively bankrupt. Now, from what we've seen from trailers and other promotional, we don't know a lot about this movie, but it just looks like it's very unnecessary that we don't really need this. The trilogy wrapped up perfectly and they have to prove that this fourth film holds weight and is actually worth tapping into because for me, it looks just absolutely unnecessary. I don't really need this movie. But hey, March 7th, this movie comes out, we'll find out if it's good or not. I hope I'm wrong and it's actually really good, but time will tell. Going into our number 9 spot for most anticipated films, Inside Out 2. I personally didn't really enjoy the first Inside Out film, but hopefully Inside Out 2 is the movie that Pixar really needs right now, which is a comeback. Over the past two years, Pixar has been slowly on the decline with Lightyear, Elemental, Turning Red, All of those films have been pretty disappointing and no one's really been showing up for them. So hopefully Inside Out 2 is the movie that makes people fall in love with Pixar again. I mean, there was a point in time when Pixar films were just some of the best films in general, not just animation, but just movies as a whole. And now they're pretty disappointing. A lot of that may be because of Disney and just what they've been doing with a lot of their brands. But I think there's just a lot of other stuff internally at Pixar that needs to be fixed. Hopefully, this is it. I've just grown up on Pixar for a pretty long time, and I hope that this is the film that does it for them. So, number eight from my most anticipated films probably a movie that you really forgot was even happening Mufasa, the Lion King story. This movie is going to be a prequel to the original Lion King, following Mufasa as he's growing up. Honestly, on the surface, not too exciting whatsoever. But it's not until I get behind the camera, seeing who's involved in this movie, that's when I get really excited. Barry Jenkins is going to be directing the live-action Lion King prequel later this year. And he is just one of the most overlooked directors working in Hollywood today. His last two films, If Bill Street Could Talk and Moonlight, were two of the best films of the century so far. And he's really the last person you want to count out when directing a movie. Also, we're getting Hans Zimmer composing this movie as well. What's not to love there? And Disney being at such a low point right now in really their ever history... They need a win from a director of this caliber, a film this big, releasing in December, is going to be really a make-or-break film for them. And of course, it's Disney, so they're going to be making like $5 billion a day. But, you know, seeing the point of Star Wars and Marvel being lowest ever, they really need a movie like this to propel them and give them some positive momentum into the future. I don't know a lot about the film's plot or anything else besides that, but still, Barry Jenkins, he's going to cook, I know he is, and I just can't wait to see it. Kicking off the number seven spot, I have Deadpool 3. I've been pretty excited for this film ever since Disney bought Fox for over a billion dollars back in 2018. And since then, a lot has changed. Back in 2018, 2019, MCU was at its absolute peak with Infinity War and Endgame. And ever since then, you know what happened. They've been on a really steady decline. None of their films from last year crossed a billion dollars, which is pretty rare for them. And also just critically haven't been there, shows and movies people haven't been showing up for, this is really one of their last movies and one of their last chances to win fans over. It's their first radar movie, Deadpool, a lot of people love him, Hugh Jackman coming back as well. I'm pretty concerned for that. Can they make Hugh Jackman coming back after Logan work and make sense? I am pretty excited for this movie, but from what we've heard and what we've seen, it looks to be Deadpool killing off the Fox universe in a big multiverse story. That could maybe affect this movie in a negative way. I think if they maybe try to please the fans too much with this movie, it can affect it negatively. And maybe I'm just being a negative Nancy and just really concerned for no reason, but I'd be lying if I said this movie will 100% be absolutely incredible. And I really hope that Deadpool 3 is good because this is another make or break film for Disney and Marvel alike. Because after Deadpool 3, there's really no movies for Marvel that I'm any bit excited for in the slightest. So if Deadpool 3 doesn't deliver and they don't use the positive momentum from a good film to propel the universe forward, then Marvel may just be dead. And I hope I'm wrong. We haven't gotten a lot of information on this movie quite yet besides just set photos and leaks online. But if it's good, I'll be happy. If it's not, I'll be heavily disappointed. Kicking off my number six, Gladiator 2. Is a Gladiator sequel exactly necessary? Probably not, but really, Scott's coming back. We're getting Denzel Washington as well. Pedro Pascal is picking up a sword as well, and also Paul Mescal, being one of the best actors today, collaborating with a big-name director. I'm so excited for him to see what he does with this film. Hopefully it's good. I want to go into this movie relatively blind and not know too much about the plot, so I'm not going to dive into it too much. But really Scott, I, you know, I heard that with Napoleon, he didn't really deliver. Heard it was pretty trash. But at the same time, this is the same director who gave us Alien, Gladiator, Blade Runner, The Martian. He has made good films, and I'm going to trust him with my life. I may be dead when this film comes out, but it will probably be worth it. I'm really hoping that this movie turns out to be a banger. I mean, from what we heard about Napoleon, Ridley Scott kind of fell flat there with that movie. I hope that this one's really different. He's one of my favorite directors for sure, and I hope that he just comes out here and proves us why they should have never counted him out. But sad news, Hans Zimmer won't be coming back to compose this film. That's a pretty bad one for me. I mean, if there's any guy that you want to get back to make this movie, it's Hans Zimmer. But this film comes out in November, so we'll see then. If this movie turned out to be bad, we're going to have a serious conversation about him potentially being a WASH director. Going into my top five, I have a film that I'm pretty excited for, but I don't know a whole lot about. I never saw the first two Mad Max movies, but Mad Max Furiosa just might be the action movie of the year. By my lack of knowledge about this world of Mad Max, I'm still pretty excited to see what they do with this movie. I mean, Anna Taylor Joy, Chris Hemsworth, they're two incredible actors coming to this movie. So, yeah, I have faith that they can do a good job, but I just, I just don't know what to expect because I haven't seen anything. Now, the trailer they released did look pretty cool. But also, there was some questionable CGI shots. I'm not a VFX artist. I never will be. I've never set foot on a movie set. I never will. But the CGI looked questionable. Very questionable. I don't know just, you know, what they're doing. Now, that being said, I hear people saying it's not the final shot or whatever. But I feel like every time we say it's not the final shot for the movie, it usually ends up being the final shot for the movie. So, we'll have to see. Hopefully I'm wrong, I don't even know what I'm talking about, never worked with VFX ever. I think this film will still deliver, and hopefully I watch the first movie before diving into this one, because it'll definitely be a wild ride going into the top four for you. I have Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I already talked about this in its own episode, just reacting to the trailer, and everything I said there still holds up. This movie can really be incredible if they just kill it. Also, I really did think this film was going to be taking place like 10 years after the last Planet of the Apes film. It's going to be taking place 300 years after War of the Planet of the Apes. That's generations past that last movie, which is even more exciting just to see how this movie goes about handling that big time jump. I think that regardless of just how good or bad this movie is, it's still going to be everything that I want it to be. That Planet of the Apes trilogy is absolutely incredible. As long as they don't really ruin everything in that original trilogy with this movie, then I think it should be pretty good. This movie will, I think, most likely spark a whole new trilogy just in this time period. So I hope they do a good job of just building blocks to really propel this into a maybe even better trilogy than the Caesar one we got a couple years ago. But who knows We'll see what happens. I'll be first in line for this movie. And also, we're probably going to be talking about that original trilogy leading up into Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Going into my number three, another movie that I really don't know a whole lot about, but Mickey 17 is being directed by Bong Joon-ho. If there's any director that I am always going to be looking forward to, it's him. I've only seen three of his movies, but all three of those films have hit on all facets for me. Those three would be Parasite, The Masterpiece, Memories of a Murder, and also Okja on Netflix are three absolute bangers, and he really just hasn't missed for me quite yet. This film looks no different. He's partnering up with Robert Pattinson, Mark Ruffalo, Tony Collette, Steven Yeun, incredible actors, and I really just can't wait to see it. Sadly, Mickey 17 has been delayed indefinitely at the time of this recording, so I don't know exactly when we'll be seeing it this year, if at all this year, but if it is happening this year, I will be first in line to see it. You know, it is being delayed indefinitely, but I think that Warner Brothers knows the power of his name and what it holds in the film community, so we should definitely be seeing it this year. It was supposed to be slated for, I think, like, March, but I think at the latest, this movie would release in maybe November. That makes the most sense for a film like this. We'll have to see. Whenever it comes out, I'll be first in line. Kicking off the number two spot, Joker, Foley Adieu. Hopefully I'm saying that right. This movie, I'm really interested and also a little bit concerned seeing how the 2019 Joker movie ended. Is it possible to make a sequel on that movie? It doesn't really feel like it needs to happen. But Todd Phillips, he made a script. He said he wouldn't come back unless he had a good idea and he thought it could work. So maybe he'll cook here. It's also going to be a musical. We're going to be getting Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, Jacqueline Phoenix returning for Joker. We're going to be getting Brendan Gleason, an overall pretty stacked cast. But can this movie work? Will it work? I don't really know. Based off of shots that we've seen, though, from director Todd Phillips posting online, I am pretty excited for what this film can deliver. I definitely am concerned about this movie being a sequel to 2019 Joker and also being a musical. But at the same time, I really didn't think that the 2019 Joker would work at all. I remember when Joker 2019 first got announced and we got all those leaked set photos and just, you know, everything about that film and what was going to be happening. I thought it was just an absolute atrocious idea for Warner Brothers to take at the time. And they definitely proved me wrong. It came out the highest grossing radar film ever. Everyone loved it. Everyone still loves it. So maybe this film will do the same. But even if this Joker film doesn't exactly work, it's still going to be everything that I need it to be from a Joker movie. And I'm just overall pretty excited to see what they do in October. Hopefully it's good. If it's not, I'll be really, really sad. And number one for my most anticipated movie of the year is obviously, to no surprise, Dune Part 2. I've been waiting for a very long time for this movie. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Denis Villeneuve, one of really the most overlooked directors in Hollywood, once again, coming back to cook for the second part of this film. The first one was already incredible and I absolutely love it, but Denis Villeneuve said that that first film was only an appetizer for what this second film is going to be. I think that he's going to do things that we never thought were possible to unfold on screen. Dune Part 2 will change cinema as we know it, not only cinema but also the way we consume art and consume media and consume life as a whole just because of this sci-fi, epic opera masterpiece. We're getting Greg Frazier back on D.P., We're also getting Hans Zimmer back for that incredible, magnificent, triumphant score. What isn't there to love about this movie? The odds of this movie ending up being terrible are near zero. This movie is going to be so good, it's going to be in a league of its own. This movie is going to be so good that movies that came before it and the movies that come out after Dune Part Two are going to look dated. I've seen almost all of Denis Villeneuve's movies except for like one or two, and he hasn't put out a bad movie quite yet, and this movie will be no different. Clocking it at nearly three hours long, this will be the event of the century. So that's my top 10 list, my most anticipated film for 2024. What's your most anticipated film for 2024? If it's not Dune Part 2, you probably just don't know what you're talking about. You can catch us next week anywhere you find podcasts and also in all of your socials, linked down below in the show notes. And until next time, I'm your host Logan, and I'll see you in the movies.